Sometimes you might feel trapped between the right and the left. No one listens when you say taxation is theft. But there's a place where people know harsh government brings tears. So grab some blue and Adrena Chrome. Let's make the timeline weird. Friends against government. Friends against government. You know how I hate the vortex. Of course, of course. You're a real vortex hater. So you guys finished? Did you guys? Well, uh, um, uh, by the way, quarantine uh, at the time of recording this, quarantine day seventeen. Congratulations, gentlemen. We're I don't know. We did it. I don't know where we are. (laughs) I think think we're really growing together throughout this. Honestly, right, right, Brian. By the time I know you guys, I was gonna say, Brian. By the time that this is all said and done, you'll be you'll appear on here maybe four or five more times. Yeah. God. Maybe, maybe, I, I, I'm okay about that. Maybe if I can just spend this with you guys, that's a, that's a blast. Four or five different docu-series will do. <laughs> just explore the world of wild docu-series. Today, uh, uh, we're going to talk about the Josh Dial show. Or, or, sorry, Tiger King. Uh, we're going to talk about Tiger King today. Uh, <laughs> so, Carr, you finished it, and Brian, you finished it. Did you guys hop on this thing immediately, or or like, did you? how'd you hear about it? The wife, the wife started to watch it. She, uh, she had heard about it from her friends. And I was like, so she's like, you want to watch this? Like, we, and I was like, sure. We watched the, the, the trailer for it. And I was like, this looks wild. So we, <laughs> we, uh, we watched the first episode. Uh-huh. And literally at the end of the episode, both of our jaws are just like, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, yeah. like what just happened? Yeah, and like, I don't know about you, but like after every single episode, you just like, you, you just were like, what just happened? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you can write. Like, what just happened? And that right. was every single episode. It went from like a tiger, like this this um, new cultish tiger rivalry, to like a murder mystery, to wrongful imprisonment. It's it to another murder, like murder for hire mystery. It, and it's just it. It was awesome. It was like yeah. if you want to see what American white trash looks like, like yeah. look no further than the epitome of it. Like white trash tiger redneck meets mob cult leader with yeah. tigers. Yeah, like, and I and I'm here for it. Like I, awesome. it's amazing. Like I, 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 I love. I am just enamored with people and groups of people that refuse to be put in a box. And not like he was just, and not like this guy gives a shit at what box anybody's trying to put him in. But it's like, how do you categorize that guy? And I love that. I just love it. Like, and he he's a wheeler and dealer, dude. That guy was a hustler. I fucking loved it. Well. Uh... Let's go down the list then. We might as well go down the list. We'll talk about like, uh, here's what I want to do first. This is a, a cast of some fantastic characters. Yes. Uh, that, that I don't <laughs> know. And, and the, the fact that these are all real people are incredible. So we'll go through some of the characters. First of all, did you realize that in the first episode of the show, by the way, you don't even realize that somebody was killed? You know this. It, only, it takes until the end of the second episode for them to be like, "Oh, by the way, this is the." Are you talking about show. Carol Baskin's husband? Yeah, 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 the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The fact, the fact that you have to clarify which death we're talking yeah, about, that's right. <laughs> like which which suspicious death. Yeah, that's right. There not only was Carol Baskin Carol Baskin's husband, 
but then there was also his first his first um or second husband his second husband that's um, right i'm that, sorry don lewis accidentally shot himself yes. spoiler alert spoiler alert i'm sorry spoiler well no alert. hey I'll, I'll no no on. there's no spoilers if you don't want to if you don't want to you got to go binge watch it. everybody's got a time and a half on their hands go fucking binge watch it come back and listen to the episode later today like get the like I'm, i don't give a shit right i agree my, we, my wife and i sorry i'm a little bit volatile after three days uh, and it was just like we watched we're all getting a little volatile. We've been stuck in our, our own cages. Like this has been, this is this is uh, this is our, our modern nightmare. This is our, yeah. our shared American nightmare. It mm-hmm. sure is. Getting to drink in it, like drinking AM hours. It seems like seems I to need be an to acceptable practice again. Mm, yeah. Trump said, "Make America great again," and everybody was like, "Oh, he wants to be like the 1950s." And like, lo and behold, we are now drinking during the day at work again. It seems yes. like, yes. yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we can. It's start... like Dom Draper all over again. Yeah, dude. <laughs> It's good Mad it up. We w- I wonder if this show would have been as popular given the circumstance. I think it still would have, but I, I always wonder. Let's go down this uh, yeah. interesting list of characters. You got a little I- tiger list? Yeah, I got a tiger list. Um, tiger list? Because I think a better, a better way to talk cool about cats this show. Hey, you cool cats and kittens. <laughs> 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 a better way to talk about this show, I think, is through the characters rather than rather than by episode, because you really uh, character development in this show, I think, is the this is that's really the main appeal of the show. So let's go from the top to the bottom of what IMDB has listed for their characters. So top billing here, which I'm a little a little annoyed by, you know, Carol Baskin gets the top bill. I guess she must appear first in the show. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Who knows? That goddamn son of a bitch, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. That so, goddamn son of a bitch. So let's go Carol through Baskin. Carol. Let's 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 talk about Carol. So Carol's an interesting character because she's introduced <laughs> episode one. She uh, she's uh, ostensibly some sort of pedo weirdo, right? Yeah. Right. Pretty much. She's like she's like what Hillary Clinton took acid. Isn't that weird? And like decided that to become weird? an environmentalist. The resemblance right. to Hillary Clinton. Yes. Oh my <laughs> god, I didn't even pick cadence, up on that. The cadence of her voice in just the way she articulates. I was right. like, oh my God, Clinton. Yeah, yeah reptilian. Right. Yeah. Like was... there's that one part the, there's that one part she was explaining how she would not kill somebody and like how you would if you want to actually kill them with sardine oil that's, with a tiger yes. and <laughs> yes. i was like this is so clinton-esque like yeah. i didn't yeah. do that but if i did do you think i would do it this way because this yeah. is how i'd probably do it yeah right see uh so so i guess what do you if we had to put her on an alignment chart where do you think Carol Baskin is sitting? I think she, I think she's some kind of evil, right? I don't think she's like a good. She's Jill Stein. She's like Jill Stein. She's but in the like Jill Stein zone. Eight. I disagree with you, actually, Brian. Really? I think I, I, yeah, I, I don't think she's an environmentalist. I think this is all just part of, part of the power ploy. That's all. That's so she just picked something and went with it. Oh wow! So she's like, so she'd be like, she'd be like the Trump of the party. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I think that's a good analogy. That's my opinion, anyway. She's. Oh my God. I, I can see that. Yeah, because she definitely like she has this um this caricature she plays, and they actually break down quite a bit. Um, because so to set the premise for people who haven't had the chance to really dig into this series, because it is a it is a trip. Um, but there are basically three competing tiger um zoos, two of which have um the 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 basic premise of you know having people come in and pet the tigers and to get pictures with them. Um, whereas Carol Baskin. And she comes from the approach that she's like this, um, you know, this environmental, like tiger nature saver. And her 
like her zoo isn't really a zoo. It's supposed to be like a, a wild animal exotic resort, basically. And she plays up this this role um, and this caricature of like this, you know, very caring, empathetic person. But then like you see that she's making, you know, behind the scenes, millions and millions of dollars plus on top of the money she she not inherited. Well, yeah, she inherited from her uh, her dead husband, her, her first dead husband who just mysteriously vanished. Um, and it raises a lot of questions. So for her, I, I mean, I think she she definitely plays that character well but i think she knows what crowd she's appealing to and if you listen to you know when she's going through and you know she's doing her little videos where she uh does mm -hmm. youtube clips and stuff like it, it's all focused on that you know that that more um PETA oriented and she does a lot of like um legislation uh ploys as well she lobbies yeah. a lot in congress exactly. pushing for animal rights stuff but she, she um, keyed in yeah. she keyed in on something you know she just kind of found a niche community and then uh emulated the beliefs of that niche community she started creating content a podcast perhaps you know and then she became a cult leader so. oh no <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny is that without jumping ahead, but so did Joe Exotic. He's he basically started, started his own show. Well, hold himself. on, I was gonna um, say hold on with that, Brian, because we're he's next. So, and I've got a lot of thoughts about <laughs> Joe Schreiber. There are so many cool cats and kittens that go go through from this show. Like That's every right. single person is a trip. A lot of kitties, <laughs> a lot of cats. <laughs> if we have the time to like, are we gonna get to the girl who had one arm because it got ripped off? <laughs> that which, like, yes, we will. that was incredible. She was also probably my favorite. Her, her, and then the the dude that looked like just a total burnout with long hair. Those two are the favorite yeah. people in yeah. the we, entire well, thing. Well, I plan on we're, we're gonna about... get up to we're gonna get up to wherever Josh Dial is because he's the lowest build, interesting person. Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. So Carol, all right. We might as well. Should we discuss fan theories now, or should we wait until later? Uh, let's do it now. Uh, she didn't kill that guy. What? She didn't kill you that guy. You don't think? No. Nah, no, nah, she didn't. I have a theory. Brian, what do you think? I don't know. Like, I, I want to believe that she didn't because I want to believe in the good in people, but like, <laughs> she really, just, like, like Lame. <laughs> I know, but like, there there's so many red flags. There are so many red flags, though. Like, she, like, there's just way too many coincidences and like she was transferring all the, the property deeds over to her like and as soon as as soon as she was able to like she waited literally to like the next legal yeah, opportunity five she could for when she her husband disappeared yes five years in one day she says she said she waited like, yeah yeah the required and, and minimum like, yeah like i i don't want to believe that like i i just don't i don't think she would like i i know people obviously commit murder like obviously that happens but like you, you don't want to believe that you, you want to believe the good in people. And like, you hear her tell her story and she tells it so believably, mm -hmm. but at the same point in time, like those, those little things that you see that they came up from behind the scenes. And you're like, that's weird. Like that's uh -huh. more than a coincidence. Right. Right. Uh, uh, car. What is, do you have a theory as, as to what happened? Uh, I mean, not a firm one. I, I could be convinced either way. Frankly, I don't care all that much because the story is the same either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, here's the thing. I don't doubt that she would have or could have. Right. Yeah, sure. You know? Yeah. I don't either. She know. had the means. That, yeah. She had the means and she's clearly some sort of psychopath. So. Oh, oh, absolutely. Right. Which, which. Oh, yeah. She's got crazy eyes. Leads yeah. To, and that laugh. To, oh, that laugh. Oh, God. Crazy. Yeah. It's, it's, very it's like that Hillary Clinton. Like that. Yes. that like we came. We saw. He died. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, okay. Like mm -hmm. psycho. Yeah. I, uh, <clears throat> I, I. Here's my theory. I don't think that Don Lewis is dead. I think Don Lewis is in Costa Rica right now. I think I think Don Lewis, listen, when, laughing first, his asshole. Yeah, 100%. I think Don Lewis 
uh, t- took one of those planes that they swore he couldn't take to Costa Rica down to Costa yeah. Rica. Uh, uh, and he's living a beautiful life. And he told Carol Baskin, <laughs> be quiet. You're not telling anybody where I'm going. And you can yep. have what's here. As far as my Swiss bank accounts and my cocaine money from the 80s, that's mine. But you can have what's here. That's what I think they came to an agreement on. I think he, I think he left. I think he like did his job and he chose not to get Barry sealed. Basically. Mm, oh, wow, nice. Yeah, that's but basically like, what so I... So I, I, would, I would be more inclined to believe that. But then, like, when you, you talk about... He, he put in for a restraining order against her. Um, I think it was, like, a month before he ended all up disappearing. All part of the plan. All part of the plan, dude. It's you all think so? part of the plan, Yeah, hey, Brian. this guy, listen, wow. from in my mind, in my mind, it's not that hard for you to, like, pre-stage your own death. You know, I could do it. We could get somebody. I could fake file a restraining order against somebody and then, hey, maybe she didn't know what his angle was. I don't know. I just know that guy's alive. That's all I'm saying. That guy's alive to this day. Maybe uh, that can be our next uh, little podcast. <laughs> we can file restraining orders against each other, even though we live like five states away. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, I mean, yeah, absolutely. And then one of us can go we can to change our names. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think I I don't know. That's where I'm I'm sticking to uh he's not dead. That's what I'm going to stick to. But we have two for dead and one for not dead. And you know what? That's just fine. Let's move down That's to That's democracy, man. Yeah, there it is. Uh let's move down to the star of the show. Um can't really be the breakout character, right? I think they knew that he was going to be the one. But uh let's talk about him. Joe Exotic Joe Shryvogel. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> Joe, Sh- <coughs> J- Joe Shryvogel, and his name is also um, J- uh, Joe Maldonado. Oh my God! Yeah, the- he, he has like three. He took both of his husbands. All right, let's. It's yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Maldonado Finley, I think it is. I don't even know. He has four husbands, uh-huh. I believe. Um, so let's talk you about him. Trip. Uh, uh, <laughs> I guess the first question is. How do you feel about him, and where does he fall on the alignment spectrum? I think he's, I think he's neutral. I don't really think this guy uh, uh, plays good or evil. <laughs> I think this yep. guy does what he wants for himself. Chaotic neutral, yes. Yes, I think he's, he's a character. Yeah, yeah, he's a character. He's, 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 he's got his flaws like every human being. Uh, I don't think he's that evil. I think he's probably willing to, uh, you know bend some ethical things and stuff like that for his own self-advancement, but by and large uh, is not a, a outwardly, he's not out for malice for the, for the sake of malice. Like I think he's, he wants to continue the show for himself and we'll, will potentially, you know, maybe do some things that we wouldn't necessarily uh, smile upon. Did you realize right, if you this? Get towards the end of the, oh, go re- ahead. Sorry. About sorry the yeah. Did you realize that uh, uh, Joe exotic was on, uh, he was, on an episode of Louis Theroux's TV show back in 2011, I did not know this. So back I don't in, know that TV show. 2000. So Louis Louis Theroux is like this this English uh, interviewer guy, like one of the probably if you had to if you, like look up interviewer guy, that would be the guy whose face comes up. So in 2011, <laughs> uh, Louis goes and he explores this guy's zoo. So I would really like to see in the oh, midst is of is that a euphemism? Yeah, sure. <laughs> It might as well be with Joe. It might as well be. <laughs> I, he goes and explores that, so I may have to go and take a look at that. Maybe we could go back to like some of the early days, how they felt about yeah. one another. There might be some... Well, we've got things. fucking years ahead of us of a quarantine, so we can just dig into that. We'll just oh, chalk it up and oh, slate, yeah. it, slate it. Oh, yeah. Two thousand. Imagine this. 2011, what does he think of Carol Baskin? It's got to be even like... It's got to be worse, 
right? It's oh got to be God, war. Yeah. It's got to be building. Yeah. Peak <laughs> Carol, yeah. <laughs> Peak Carol, right, right. <laughs> so, so Brian, well, what were it, you going to say about Joe? Like, I was gonna say if, if you were to like watch through the series and you get towards like the uh, the second to last episode I think it was when um you know shit certain hit the fan and he was gonna go and run away with um with his new boy toy Dylan I think his name was mm-hmm. um and he there was a moment of, of real humanity and like you saw him he's like yeah I lost like and you can just see it in his eyes like that that, that sense of like okay like all the the act that you've had on for years and years and years. Here's like it's it's coming apart now. I'm like it's 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 time to like kind of stop the facade. I'm like yeah. he's trying to to go behind the scenes and like that was for me like the most telling moment. Like okay, this is a guy who's playing a role right. and he plays the role really really well. He knows what his audience makes. Um, it was like almost like an Alex Jonesy type of character. Like he had that that kind of persona. Yes, that yes. he would get a very rabid like fan base who would be support him no matter what. Mm-hmm. In in um, I mean well. His fan base politically, because he did run for uh, for governor as a libertarian. <laughs> yes, um, he came in third place in the libertarian primary. Let's let's just make sure we preface that. Um, but like he he electorally did not have much success. But like he's become like this cult hero now. Yeah. I mean, the, and that's something I think he I, I will he leave, was looking I will, for. I will leave the party. I, w- I promise. <laughs> I promise. If, they, if if some if some goofery was to be had, perhaps some goofery, <laughs> some goofery, vermin I, supreme, Joe Exotic, twenty twenty. Okay, actually, no, I'll stay. If that's gonna be, <laughs> if it's that, that's the <laughs> ticket, I'll stay. <laughs> oh man, what is there to yeah. say about Joe? Really, uh, like I mean, he's a yeah. I think I think Brian nailed it. He's an Alex Jones type. Like he, like he, he, he plays a, a certain character and he plays it frequently enough that he starts to think that he is the character and then he is the character and then eventually when it all breaks apart he realizes. So did you did you hear that one part of the, the the show where they had said that when the cameras turned on his personality started to change? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. yeah. Alex Jones. I mean, let, let, like like remember when the girl we were just talking about who had her arm ripped off by the the tiger? Like the first thing he does the first. Thing, was to go change his leather jacket to an to an EMS jacket. Yeah, like that's where his mind was because like he's like I gotta play the character role and that's the role he plays is like this over over and above you know over the top figure and he plays it so well. Yeah, but like he like he almost plays it to the extent where I mean now we see he's in you know so again spoiler alert but he's in jail because um he reportedly you know did a murder for hire against Carol Baskins and it's like a lot of his his rhetoric and a lot of his um, you know, his, his silliness almost behind the the camera that was then kind of used as a, a means to go against him in court because, you know, it's him saying, you know, Oh, if I had a chance, I'd shoot that Carol Baskin in the head. And like, you say it over and over again, well, just like did, with yeah. Alex Jones talking that? about, did you so, see say that, like Alex that Jones that and Sandy Hook, right? Like he, yeah. same thing. Right. Did you see that one threatening thing that he did where he took the blow up doll, the blow up doll? Yes. And shot it, it yes, head. I did. <laughs> that was now that was an incredible moment. <laughs> I think it that was an incredible moment in American history. Yeah, yeah, I was like really at the edge of my seat. Like, if you pull that trigger, this is. War. I mean, the You've memes that have come out of this thing are enough, just to, like for for this entire quarantine. And like, the, and the thing is, gold. the memes that come out of it, like the the art of a meme, a lot of the times to me is taking a relatively mundane situation and attaching absurd things to it. But the yes. the, the, the the subject matter is already so absurd that it's like it's almost difficult to meme it to anything greater than it already is. Like you know one of my I mean? favorite ones, it was the uh, the one that was like 2019. So like you know what, 2020 is gonna be my year, and that's like March 2020. Surprise, motherfucker! And it's just like a picture of him. <laughs> it's just the 
perfect. My favorite. <laughs> so my my favorite one that I've seen so far is it's they're playing Family Feud, and the 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 puzzle almost says Carol Baskin. Uh, uh, that or it actually almost says that that bitch Carol Baskin, and he he's running up behind the podium going, "I'd like to solve the puzzle." <laughs> That's that's my it's favorite. So good. See, that's an interesting thing about memeing. I don't know if I consciously put together, but it's like the the art of memeing is that <laughs> you, t- you either have to take an absurd meme template yeah. and then attach like very mundane things to it, right. or vice yep. versa. Like we're like a mundane template and then a, and then uh, <laughs> absurd. Just throw them into everyday life. Like put them yeah. on other TV yeah. shows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Here's here's a. <clears throat> the guy that puts the a really sour taste in my mouth, and I'm probably not the only person who he's done that to. Uh, Bhagavan Antle. Uh, Doc Antle is the next character in, in this thing. This guy is a real creep. Yes. Yeah, he's creepy. Real creep. He's, he, he's a real creep. He has his moments where you're like, uh, you know, what he's saying is reasonable. And, like, he does have some perspective here of, like, what's go like, of reasonable things yeah but like that guy freaks me the hell out and i wouldn't want to be around him. oh freak but you know what's even more freakier is that like he is very well like established not yes. only in like this this like subculture of tigers and stuff no, but like he, he's, he, like when they started going through the beginning of the show and they were showing like the different animals that his animals uh, have appeared in shows for like you know he was in um uh, ace ventura pet detective like his elephant and his tiger yeah yeah um, that's Doctor right yeah. little and it's like you're seeing all these shows and it's like oh my god like he he is really like the upper echelon of like this alternative in, world. In fairness, though, like where the hell else is Doc, is Ace Ventura going to go if they need these animals? They're going to have right. to go to somebody who breeds these animals, and no doubt they're going to be a weirdo. He's just filling that space. So, oh my god, yeah, he's super weird. Like, so, I, it, it, like you could see in his eyes, like he had those crazy eyes. Just like, yeah. like honestly, like, they all had their crazy eyes on, it, yeah. and you oh can definitely god, feel yeah. it. And like yeah. that one girl they interviewed um, that used to work for him, like. She was there for nine years and like oh, how yeah. they all like changed their names for him and stuff. Yeah. Like all the different girls that work for him. It's just, it's, it's really culty and really weird. Yeah. yeah. He, he had a cult. He, he most definitely had a cult. Yeah. Uh, and, Let's and back off the C word guys. It... <laughs> Fair enough. Fair. Yeah. It was, I don't know. He, uh, it was, he's gross. The girls were like 16 and 17 and they were, it's like really like not this really, really gross. Did you know that his first job <laughs> In 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 film, Bhagavan Antle's first job in film, and this must have been before Bhagavan he, before he was <laughs> before he just... turned into Maha. Oh, let's try this. Mahamayavi Mahamayavi Bhagavan Antle is his current name. He was born Kevin. So, so when Bhaga- Kevin, Bhagavan's first, <laughs> I know it's it's, it's just like a Steinfeld name, like Art Vandalay or something. <laughs> it is. It really is. Bhagavan. Bhagavan means like uh, Lord or something like that. Oh no! Is that right? Does it? They talked about it in the show quickly. Like Bhagavan, he he named himself that because it means something. I think it means Lord or or something in that realm. Oh great! That's fantastic. He he doesn't think of himself with, with any any sort of uh you know pop and circumstance whatsoever. No, not at all. Not even a little. So anyway, the first movie he was a part of. Sorry, the second movie he was a part of was Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. The first movie that he was a part of. Was one of my favorite movies of all time, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Have either of you seen this movie? <laughs> Sorry, what? Come again? God bless you. Sar- yeah. So, Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD is a movie, and I'll and I'll and I'll quote I- IMDb here. 
<clears throat> a streetwise New York police officer transforms into the world's most unusual Superman hero. <laughs> I don't know why it says that, but that's what it says. So it's about a cop who becomes like a kabuki. That's it? A kabuki actress, except he's that's also That's the IMDb cop. summary? That's the IMDb summary. You should go and watch that. that, that <laughs> wow. Flick. That's great. Maybe anyway, we will. Maybe that's our next episode, Bird. So Sergeant Kabuki, we should actually. Sergeant Kabuki Man, NYPD, uh, he is the head animal trainer as Dr. Bhagavan Antel. So now he was Dr. Bhagavan Antel in the 90s, too. <laughs> this is not a new development. Yeah, I don't know what else to say about him other than that the guy gives me the skeeves. And he really, yeah. really gives me the skeeves. All right, next character. Mm-hmm. Fourth billing, I guess makes sense. Howard Baskin. <laughs> okay. Yeah, th- this is this. Okay, so this is my actually my most hated person. In really? This. Yes. T- okay, you have to explain that one. He's like Mitch McConnell, but weird. yes, he he's he's playing for team evil, but he ha- he doesn't have the bravery to really be evil. He's like cowardice evil. And that, like that combination is it, to me just personally did you, revolting. Did it you find him to cringe. be kind of a coward? Well, I mean, I don't know. He's like, he's the guy that weren't when they were getting married, he was like a leash and shit like that. Yeah, it was weird. Servience to evil. Like, I don't hey, know. It just makes it listen, just it weirds there's me no out. need. Hey, like there's no need to kink shame. We all have our thing. Well, we have- no, I'm not, kink, I'm, not, I'm not kink shaming. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, well, far be it for me to kink shame for <laughs> As a, man of, as a man of such refined... Uh, as a man of many kinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's the title of the episode. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the man, the man uh, of many kinks. Okay, fine. No, it just Ready? always seemed like he was like the sniveling sidekick for, he did, yes. for her. And, and yes. she was just outwardly like a reptile. Wow. And that's Listen. fine. Like, whatever. Be a reptile. A woman like Carol Baskin is not... She is, does not play sidekick to a, to somebody. Right, yes. She and and he w- and he does. And he and certainly is comfortable to play sidekick. Uh, yeah. B- Brian, what was what was your first what is your first memory of Howard Baskin and what is your current lasting opinion of Harold Baskin of Car- I, I can't even say it. I can't even they're the same person. Howard <laughs> Howard Baskin. So my, so my first like thought of him or memory of him I guess the show was was definitely what Carl was saying when he was was on the leash like that really, was that's your the, first the weirdest memory? Wow. Weirdest part mm. of the show. Um, but then like there there's that one part where he's singing to her in the garden and that was that, that was just weird. Skewed me out too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like and, and like I don't get like get me wrong, like I'm really into musicals and stuff. Like I was in musicals <laughs> in my like, Brian college is like, like dude, Brian is like, don't get me wrong, I'm into musicals. Carl's like, look, as a man of many kinks. <laughs> <laughs> and there's my new intro for my show. Um, <laughs> but there like, you go. But like he's just singing to her in the garden, and it's just it's just weird. It's just like okay, but like like Carr was hitting on like he he is the calculating guy behind the scenes who like he's let, read through the law and he like knows like what he do just to like be that much of an asshole to like right. prolong things. So there was one part they're talking about um, with Joe Exotic, and they're they're suing Joe Exotic, and uh, like Joe Exotic's mother was being sued for it too, and like they were he was like, going in back channels to like impact the family in a negative way. Yeah. And like, yeah, it was partly Bugs fault to put his family in that position. But like the fact that there was no, there was no at all like thought from, from Howard about like, you know, maybe this isn't the nicest or right thing to do. Like kind of car was saying he, he was like an accessory to evil and he was more the calculating, like the, the brains of how to make the evil work almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Fair enough. Evil. 
uh, uh, the next character who this this one is one of the strangest ones to me. John Finley. Uh, Which one uh, is he? That that John Finley was I would say I guess Joe's first husband. Um, oh wait, the the Jubal the guy, guy. The, the shaved head, shaved head. Uh, oh yes, <laughs> I, I, I like I like this guy. Yeah, John Finley. <laughs> did, what did you think about John John Finley? He he was holding it down throughout the whole thing. I think. Yeah. For did sure. you see the meme of him? Oh boy, no. Uh uh-uh. uh No, I didn't. Oh, okay. So it's like he has three teeth, and the first two to the left were a little bit closer than the the one to the one to the right. It's like <laughs> this this is not social distancing. This <laughs> is. <laughs> Yeah, but he had know, a he had a little bit of a dental situation, but, yeah, he, but he was the he chillest dude. I he think. was the like, most beside, normal, besides the one armed tiger girl. Yeah, yeah, he was the most like I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. Like obviously that guy and that, that guy's life and my life have nothing in common, no. and our approaches to life have nothing in common. <laughs> no. But the way that he viewed things in many ways was a way that I could associate with, or like the most associate with. He just seemed to have a relatively normal outlook on things. All things considered, with all of the characters in this show, sure. And like he seems to have the best story so far, like of people afterwards. Like so, there's a, a report that came out from TMZ, and it was showing like he has um, new teeth now, and like <laughs> they, he, he like, like why did you do the show shirtless? And he's like, because the producers oh. thought it'd be a good idea, and I didn't disagree, so I yeah, didn't do yeah. it because they said so. Yeah. And like he's the one who had the the tattoo in his lower abdomen that was like pointing down, like this is property of Joe Exotic. Yes, right, right. And then later got it removed because he no longer was a husband to Joe Exotic. And I was like, listen, I would none of that is anything that I would do. But I get like the approach to that of getting it removed or covered up once you got divorced. I would do that. Yeah. Would you and 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 whose property are you, Car? That's the second question, I guess. <laughs> well, that was the part where we possibly deviated on uh, on you know on design uh, action, choice a- action plans uh, you know, devised from. Fair enough. Uh, uh, Rick Kirkman, the uh, the producer, the 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 <laughs> cowboy, you know that guy. I kind of liked him. I, you know why I liked him? Dude, weird but awesome. Yeah, weird fella. He yes. Was, he, in my opinion, out of everybody in the whole show. He was the only character who had leverage on Joe and used it. Yeah. And I, mm. and, and I, uh, are you saying theoretically, if he did burn the place up, he didn't need to is the thing. Oh, okay. Because he already had, he, and he owned the footage. Yeah, he owned right, the okay. right to well, the show. Well, and also whether or not he burned that building down, that bit, that kind of revealed, it kind of broke Joe a little bit. Like it kind of had Joe uh, unmask a little bit, and and Rick turned out to be the character kind of. So what what gave it away to me, and we'll get to him next or or later, I guess. But Jeff, you remember when Jeff Lowe comes into the picture, the angel investor? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you remember when he comes into the picture, and they're on the phone. Joe is on the phone with Carol and a lawyer. Right? Yes. Oh, and he breaks in. And he breaks in. Now, yeah. in my opinion, the only reason why Jeff breaks in is because Eric Good, the the actual filmmaker, is holding the camera that whole time. He's right. the one holding the camera. So and, uh, Rick, who's behind Eric, obviously as the producer and as Joe Exotic TV's producer specifically, like the power dynamic switches really quickly once Joe like loses that footage, and Rick kind of it starts to be like, all right, well now. 
I've got all the power here. I can, I, I, you know, so I thought it was very interesting how that shifted so quickly. Um, I, I kind of liked him. I liked that aspect of him. Like, no, motherfucker, this is my footage. This is going to be yeah, my yeah. big break. No, I I don't associate with him as like a, I wouldn't put myself in a category with him as no. like the way that I approach life, but I do appreciate what he was doing. He was yeah, just yeah. like trying to make a buck and like, wasn't yeah. willing, wasn't, wasn't worried about flexing when he needed to. And That's he understood right. like what he was walking into. Like he was like, yeah. this guy is fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. This is going to be like, this is going to sell the people who are going to be like, let's watch. And like, he was right. Back. And he, he was hundred percent right. right. Yeah. Yes. Like I would, yeah. I would hope that he gets like royalties up the wazoo for yeah, this because yeah. like this was kind of his idea, right? Like yeah. the, they, they used a lot of like the, the concepts that he was doing for this Joe exotic TV right. um, for this show and a lot of the content for this show. And like, yeah, people bought into this crazy, like people love the crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes us feel normal. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Or yeah. I, I, yeah. There's, I think there's a couple <laughs> Be like, yeah, we're on quarantine from a virus, but like, at least I'm not in jail for hiring to murder a crazy tiger lady who I Mm. think is the devil. Yeah, man. And and she might perspective. She might just be. We have got three of the zoo workers. We have uh, the manager, John Ranke, Kelsey Mm -hmm. Saffrey, the animal keeper, and uh, Eric Cowie, the uh, head keeper. Uh, Eric Cowie is the one you were referencing before, Car. The long blonde hair. Yes. Always favorite, favorite character of the show. Always. And the head just, of the the head of the zoo is the guy with no legs, right? That would yeah. The manager of the zoo is John. <laughs> Ranky. The manager. Yeah, he was John fun. Ranky. By and large, I had no problems with the people that were working. For, I had no problems with any of them either. Uh, John, I feel one of the, really bad. For one of John. the funniest quotes from this entire show was the guy with the uh, the no legs, oh, and yeah. he's like, you know what? I, after Joe getting arrested, made me realize like I want to be happy, so I left my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it's like simplicity. I love it. I was like, oh, okay. I don't even like, remember that line. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> um, I have, I have a lot. I have my favorite line from one of the keepers, and it's the burnout. What's the burnout's name? Eric Cowie. Eric Cowie. So Eric, they're they're interviewing him. They're kind of grilling him about all these big players, like all the different zookeepers. What's the what's the creepy dude with a bunch of wives? I can't tell. Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. I can't tell. <laughs> they're like rumor. Is many, he, he's got like nine wives. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. She, they're like, how many? After they had asked all the other zookeepers, it's like a video montage. They're like, how many wives does uh, Antel have? And he's like, I don't fucking care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, I associate with this guy yeah. so much. Yeah, Eric Cowie. Like, who the fuck cares? Cowie. Cowie was like the one. Who who, whenever it would cut to him, I like I could imagine me in this situation just so much as him that like I, I he ju- I just work for the zoo man I don't even want to be yeah. a part of this documentary I'm just getting a fucking paycheck dude yeah. like move along yeah and he could tell he he was like I mean I I don't know him but knowing the situation of the zoo I would not be surprised especially with his demeanor like mm-hmm. ex con perhaps who yeah probably just yeah. is trying to put himself back together and also really cares about the animals like I, I yes, yes you know what I mean like I really yeah. like I really at a spiritual level I understand him I really, uh, yeah. Yes, I yes, and I and I love yeah. it. I love. Yeah, I just like, dude. I'm just trying to fucking like cobble something together here. Okay, like, you guys just did you you mention that two bird? Like a lot of these people that work for for Joe Exotic, they they really cared for the animals. They like did. Mm-hmm. that was one of the big like points that they all made 
sure that they brought up when they were doing their their one-on-ones with the camera crew was like talking about you know how much they love the animals and how much they had a relationship with the animals and they looked out for the animals and like the one guy that we were just talking about eric i think you think his name was um that is that the burnout eric That's, yes yeah yeah so like he was talking about how um in the test in the trial it came up for joe exotic that he had uh he had put down some tigers and he'd put down tigers that um eric like personally would like after and like how that really impacted him in a negative way because he's like you you like when you work with a tiger like the level of trust that yeah. you have to build with that tiger like you become you know like you're on a different level yeah and sure. he's like they trusted me and then i was there when joe exotic put him down just like for oh, no reason gotta and be like brutal yeah yeah but like it, you could really see like that impacted him and like mm-hmm. it speaks i think to a bigger point is that like there are in like maybe I'm thinking too much in the show, but it's like there are really good people who are in a movement or they're in a, an industry and they're trying to do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. trying to be the good people, but then there are people who are in the positions of power who do the exact opposite. They they're they're actually doing this for for power grabs for for you know they're trying to to make you know exorbitant amounts of money. They're trying to crush somebody else, um, and it stops the overall mission. That's trying to you know in this case it was helping um, helping the tigers, helping the lions, helping the animals. So yeah. that's like a bigger social commentary. And, you, and we don't have to go any yeah, further. You, I know you, you're talking about you know the fat cast and how like I'm trying to do the right thing here, and Bird is trying to develop an empire and <laughs> yeah, and, right. and you know exactly crush, correct. crush the yeah. crush the poor man. And who could blame me really? Yeah, I mean with the way right. they act, they they needed to be crushed for a long that's time. Right. Really. <laughs> The behavior, a benevolent democracy, really? yeah, no, no, no. benevolent uh, d- dictatorship, the bureaucracy. Maybe, maybe, and honestly, Brian, maybe <laughs> not even benevolent all the time. I'm human. Another character, another another character. Before we get to the the final two, I have. He was only in one episode, but I really do think the directors placed him in there for a reason. I, I, Mario Tabrau. Uh, Who's that? The 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 cocaine. Uh, uh, the cocaine oh my god! Yeah, him, uh, who turns into a tiger? I don't. I don't. He turns into like a tiger zoo owner. I guess a tiger boy. Yeah, a tiger boy. Yeah. So <laughs> cocaine dealer to tiger boy one? transition. Very common. Was, you this, may, was honestly, the guy? Was honestly, the guy who got arrested and he had a felony? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. 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 And he was very scary. Like very much like a. This well, what did he say? He had described how he did the Scarface thing, basically, where he cut a guy yeah. up in a. Well, you know, yeah, he was just very nonchalantly being like, "Yeah, yeah well, I mean, yeah, they said I, like I like person. cut off that guy's head with a table saw, and it's yes. like I I didn't do it. My partner did. I mean, I was there. Now, I watched my, it, but my, I didn't. My, do it. My, <laughs> You're like Jesus yeah, Christ. So casual. <laughs> he wasn't super relevant to the show, but he happens to be placed in the same episode where we started to learn about like. Bhagavan Antle's sex cult, you know, that was mm-hmm. the same episode. And it was also the same, it was the episode after we learned about how uh, uh, Carol killed her husband, potentially. Yes. Uh, and I just feel like they, the directors placed him there because he wasn't super relevant. But I no, really I don't feel even like, really remember. Now that you're, t- you're, you're talking about it, I don't even remember what his connection, what was his, other than just right. being in the network of Tiger Razors? Well, he had, a, that, he, that was the connection. He was oh, part okay. of the network. Yeah. He was part yeah. of the network. I really think they put him in there to like, be like, hey, Don Lewis was doing a lot of the same things this guy was doing. <laughs> and like, I don't know. That's what I got from it. But I might have, but I, I, very early on, I was tipped off to the Don Lewis is not a legitimate character type of thing. And I think this has okay. something to do with it. I don't know. But Mario Tabrau, very interesting character. 
um, who I would really not want to have to do business with. <laughs> yeah, no um, kidding. <clears throat> okay, I guess we could c- include them together because they seem to do things together a lot. Uh, Tim and uh, uh, Tim, no, sorry, uh, uh, Jeff and Lauren Lowe. Uh, ah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Very interesting characters there. Jeff comes in. Like I said, I think he gets fired up by that camera just as much as Joe does. Uh, mm-hmm. And well, I also think he's a scumbag. So you know, I, yeah. I, you know, I think he moved in, but he does. But he does what he does. Uh, uh, for those, I don't want to put too many spoilers out there, but he basically steps in and and inherits uh, the the Joe's zoo, more or less. Right? Steals it yeah. from him. Inherits. Inherits by force. Yeah. Inherits yeah. by rough. Yeah. By by uh, trickery. Right. Trickery. More They're an interesting bunch, huh? They go out and they swing, except it really, it seems like Jeff is the only one swinging. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, hey, do what you got to do. Yep. Um, what do you guys think about Jeff? Was Jeff, who who morally was the, in, in your opinion, morally was the most troublesome character in the show? Other than Mario Dubrow, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a loaded question, because there were so many shitty people. Yes, and in my opinion, it was, it, for me, it was Jeff. Jeff was the probably, yeah probably Jeff. Jeff was the most disgusting and morally bankrupt character in the entire show, and that includes Bhagavan Antle, <laughs> and and really he's the only other guy in the and thing. Carol Baskin. No, because listen, you're dealing with, in my opinion, Bhagavan Antle is a groomer <laughs> versus Jeff and Lauren Lowe, who stole uh, 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 probably mi- uh, what a million dollars or more uh, in in property yeah. from 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 yeah. Joe Exotic. It's between the two of them. It's really between the two yeah. of them. I, I think I have trouble. Jeff Lowe is the identifiable scumbag. Yes. And for that reason that I is that I don't attribute to him that much danger or malice, even though he's probably owed it because of his scumbaggery. It's just so easy to identify what he is that yeah. it's like when you yes. do business with him, I almost don't feel bad for you. Yeah, you're right. Um, that's wrong, yeah. but um, that's how I feel about it. So you feel Carol We're, is the worst? She's the one that gives me the most like strong initial red flag. She could she so yeah she could organize something against you, Jeff. Right, Jeff yes, is yes. Not, Joe, Jeff, yeah. I just I, I just avoid. I just like yeah, that Jeff, guy is Jeff, obviously a scumbag. Just, yeah. He's not a danger to me because I'm just not going to do business. With right, you just mm-hmm. you could smell that 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 shyster from so far away that you just go okay, yeah. it's not. But but Carol comes up to you with a smile and and right exactly and, and her J- Joe's gonna come up to me with a bandana husband. with a crooked flat brim hat and an affliction button up and I'm gonna be like well I'm just not gonna do business with you my friend I, I, right. I don't know what to tell you that's right an affliction button up he probably t- <laughs> oh he really would wear that oh yeah yeah and and a husband and 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 Carol's husband who is really like to me. Carol's husband is the most dangerous person on the show because of his 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 legal knowledge and his cowardice. You know, <laughs> the, he, the, the double. He's down. like Iago. He's <laughs> yes. He has. A oh my god, it's like, a perfect perfect analogy. Yes, he is. An, he is a hundred percent Iago. He really is. Uh, what is that? It's uh, they, from from Aladdin. Jafar's yeah. cro- uh, you know the um oh I don't know if you have even never seen Aladdin. What the hell is the stand-up comedian that has that whiny voice? Oh, oh uh, 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 uh freaking Gilbert uh, Godfrey. Gilbert yes, Godfrey. Gilbert Godfrey. Yes, he played yes. The, the 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 crow. Is it a crow? What the hell? What kind of I bird? Think is it's, it? Isn't it a parrot? I don't even remember. It's some weird, some kind of weird bird. I don't really. Some know. Weird, watch that movie. Stupid bird. Weird bird. 
Yeah, so there you go. Stupid birds. And the last character uh, who was of any interest to me was Joshua Dial, who, who you know, he actually has a... It, Is that the California kid? Well, yeah, that's the kid who was part of all our memes. Uh, his campaign manager. Uh, oh, 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 no, right, that, okay, never mind. I oh, yes, guy. no, yes. Uh, his campaign manager. So, 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 <laughs> do you want to go through that, Brian? Do you... So, Joshua Dial met jo- uh, Joe, Exotic, uh, Joe Exotic at Walmart uh, because he right. uh, worked behind the uh, the gun uh, counter in Walmart. Yes. And um, he basically was recruited by Joe Exotic to be his campaign manager for governor. <laughs> yeah. Um, so basically, Josh Dial was like the entire mastermind behind all of Joe Exotic's political views. Um, and he, at the time, was a libertarian. And he like basically made Joe Exotic's entire campaign to be that of a libertarian campaign. Um, now, what was, I thought, I, I actually said out loud, thank God he said that during the show, was when um, Josh said, you know what, to this day, I don't think Joe Exotic even knows what a libertarian was. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> I, I was like, thank God. Like, thank you for saying that. Um, we have, like, I have, I have, that. By the way, I don't know if you know this, Brian, but I have inside information from our, our, our I don't know. Well, no, he said it in public from our friend Phil uh, of, of um, uh, Punk Rock Libertarians. And uh, apparently he's not actually a member of the Libertarian Party anymore. No, he's a Democrat. <laughs> he's a Democrat now. Really? Which is, which is a little. Joe Biden supporter. Oh, what? How do you make. Shame. Oh, my God. That's like a, a whole other shame, episode. There. I want to, like, interview that guy. I, mean, well, I, I have reached out to him. Yeah. Like, I have I as well. to get him on the show. I've yeah. worked so hard to get him on. Oh. Yeah. I have he's getting swamped right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he is. I, I've, I, I sent him an email as well. I, you know, I will see. But uh, I'd like to get him on. Just but you know, you know who is going to have on is uh, Jess Mears. Uh, Jess and I think her name is Christy. I forget Christy's name. I'm really sorry. Oh, about is that, he but, going on? Uh, a, is he? Uh, someone got him. Yes, yeah, so Jess actually. I think she knows him personally. I think, or she knows somebody who knew or knows of him from um, the past um, within libertarian circles. So I guess with that bridge that was built, she she reached out. I, I saw it on her. Uh, so it's in like so her podcast is actually in like a, a, their own group. So mm-hmm. it, on Facebook, so when you, I noticed in that group that she had mentioned that they're going to have Mon sometime soon. But uh, I guess one thing too, and we'll kind of talk about his character, um, you know, and kind of his experience in the show was that I guess right now he's currently or has has been wanting to deal with a lot of the issues that he um, that he's been dealing with post not just the show but post uh, instances that are talked about in the show, and namely it's the instance he has with. Uh, one of uh, Joe Exotic's husbands. Uh, yes. I forget his name. Is it Tyler? Is that his name? Yes. Uh, yes. Tre- Tre- Trevor. Trevor. Is Trevor. It Trevor. 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 I don't know. <laughs> Trevor. What, what, what was his name? Oh my God. Let's you have see. a list of people. What's his name? I do. Well, he has. Four, yeah, but Brian, he has four husbands. <laughs> it's. This That's is, true. Yes. This is not easy. Uh, yeah, it's Trevor. Maldonado. Yeah, Maldonado. That's him. Yeah. So Travis, Travis, they, so, Travis, Travis, there Travis. There we go. Travis. So hold on, just so we can, un- so just so we now know. Uh oh boy. Um, that's just as terrible. Uh, so just so we now know, Joe Exotic's husbands, Dylan Passage, J.C. Hartpence, John Finley, Brian Ryan, and Travis Wait, Maldonado. Wait, where are those other two? Well, I'm just saying these are all of his. These yeah, are all the in the show. I know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. So polygamous, the, 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 the gay polygamous, polygamous libertarian had yeah. three yeah. husbands in a, in a TV show of five that they showed. Yeah. Really wild. 
Okay. Insane. So Travis. anyways, going to talk about um Travis. Yes, Travis. So at one point in the show, it looked like you know Travis was was starting to get really really into a dark place, and he was you know, like being much more dark with his humor, and and with that was playing around with guns, and he would like point them at people, and it, you know he wasn't meaning any ill with it but he just it was a very very dark kind of approach to humor that he was having at the time when he was dealing with these demons and at one point he was in the shop and he you know he was joking around with josh um he's like with a gun pointing at him which obviously is not something to joke around with um and josh was like stop it like you know i don't like it when you, you point guns and he's like oh come on i would never point a loaded gun and he like pointed at his head and pulled the trigger well it was loaded and Jeez. and he ended up blowing his brains out and josh thought it was a joke at first and there's actually a, a point in the show where you see the the um, film from the, the CCTV and it's basically videotaping Josh's reaction that you can see what would happen. And like, there's literally like what, 30, 40 seconds of him. Like, is this a joke? Like, are you, is this a joke? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And then like, he gets, he's like, Oh my God, no, this is real. Um, but he's been dealing a lot with that kind of stuff too. So there was a GoFundMe um, that they had posted over in, in uh, Christie's group, uh, Justin Christie's group. So I'll make sure we'll, we'll find that link. Well, maybe we can share yeah. that too to try it. Cause yeah, he's, throw, he, yeah, he needs some help right now too, I guess from dealing with that. I'm sure a lot of people need help after that. I mean, my God, <laughs> The, uh, this, this the, have... the people like the the psychiatrist bills that these people oh, must be my... racking up good yeah. lord yeah well it's a good thing the show's doing well right <laughs> i hope i hope people it's number one in netflix out. for like what the past week and it deserves it it's wild ride well those are all the major characters um unless you guys are oh and he oh can, josh says the best line in the entire show yes he does and they're talking Talking about the feds, and he says, "Well, oh, yeah. I'm a libertarian, so technically, fuck the feds." Yeah, <laughs> yes. which I've so labeled good. as my, which I've labeled as my, uh, the best way to describe what a libertarian is, actually. <laughs> yes, it's and you have to include, <laughs> and you have to include the technically. That's the yeah, very yeah, important. yeah, yeah. Because so because it allows for a lot of wiggle room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> which, 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 it's my like, God. it's like I, I'm willing to have the discussion that you want to have. Just understand that technically, fuck these people. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So there you go. So thank you, Josh Dial, for that. I really appreciate that. Um, that's all the major characters. Uh, any any um, things you guys want to talk about, or 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 are we good? Because I have just a few pieces of news that I'd like to get to uh, regarding the show. Uh, uh, Car, I see you. You have something. Yeah, I'm waving around a piece of paper because I've had a to-do list post-it note thing on my desk for like three months, and I've forgotten it every show, and I've apologized like <laughs> what the 14 hell? times okay. to the to this person. <laughs> We have a listener in the United Arab Emirates. Oh. Is the capital Dubai? Let's. I'll find out. Uh, sure. UAE it's Dubai. Is capital. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Maybe it's not. I don't know. It I thought is. Dubai was the capital of India. Abu Dhabi. It is Abu Dhabi. Oh, yeah. Dubai's India. Well, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure that Dubai... Du du Dubaians? Dubians? <laughs> And okay. the Abu Dhabians care. I don't know. You, you UAE. Uh, you know what? Let me do that next. Joe, Joe the individual, he's Malo uh, Mori Kwam, M-A-L-O-M-O-R-I-Q-U-A-M. And uh, he's trying to see if there's any fags out there um, to, to do like an in-person meetup after this quarantine ends, potentially. Because uh, I was, we were looking at numbers, and it looks like we have like three or four listeners. There, really so cool. do we have that many people shout out to the united arab emirates shout out to yeah. all of our arab listeners repping hard yeah really even though i don't even even though i confuse them with the subcontinent of india <laughs> shout out to all of our arab uh listeners all of our united arab listeners and all of our united arab emirati listeners shout out to all of them um yeah. let's let's do some 
So here's the first one. <clears throat> this is from CNN Entertainment. Tiger King's Doc Antle and Jeff Lowe speak out against docu-series. So they're they're not doing so well. So this is this was said by uh, this this was a quote by uh, Dagovan Bach Antle. <laughs> Dagovan, that's this such a great name. This is a salacious, Dagovan. outrageous ride through a television show produced to create drama, just to tie you into some crazy train wreck of a story between a feud of Carol Baskin and Joe Exotic and the meltdown that ensued between two people who both are far too close to murder themselves. And I think a little bit of madness thrown in on their parts, Antle said. So he's not very happy about it. Uh, he doesn't like the way that he's been depicted. Uh, he uh, Jeff uh, also comes out. Jeff says uh, they touched on about 10% of the story. And, you know, the portrayal of us stealing the zoo from Joe was very unfair because we came here to help him. Uh, we got him back on his feet. Uh, we left uh, to move away because we didn't want to be in a zoo in Oklahoma. So the notion that we tried to steal the zoo from him is just ridiculous. That's that's what Jeff says. So just so oh, by the way, that that new um, that new zoo in Oklahoma is like an hour from my house. Is it really? No shit. Yeah, it's like by this this casino that everybody in DFW goes to called Windstar. It's well, like right on the border of Texas and Oklahoma. And I heard that uh, uh, Joe is in Dallas. Oh no, that Fort Worth. He's in Fort. It wouldn't prison in Fort yeah. Worth. Oh yeah, that's right. He's being detained here in a federal cell here in Fort Worth. In yeah. Fort Worth. That's right. So, you know, go get him out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might go have a chat. Yeah, Maybe go get chat. coronavirus fucking oh, die. Oh, get him an interview. Get an interview. Uh, yeah. only about Carol Baskin, really. The whole Only about Carol Baskin yeah, and nobody's type that coronavirus and him dying. <laughs> yeah. So, here's an interesting one. Uh, from Time magazine. Uh, quote, everybody had a different story. Tiger King popularity leads Sheriff to reopen the case of Don Lewis's disappearance. Uh, so uh, we now have an open case. Uh, they will be looking around again. I would be foolish if I didn't take advantage of the show's popularity and put the message out that if you think you know something, you should contact the Sheriff's office. Hillsborough County Sheriff Chad Cronister tells Time. This is very important to us. Thank you, Chad Cronister. Chad Cronister? That sounds like just Officer. like an insane video Officer, game name. Listen, it's, it's entirely made listen. up. A complete NPC Chad Cronister. No, listen, it's like listen, in Madden when you listen. make a new season and you have to draft the new players it's, and Madden yeah. auto-generates a name. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Officer Cronister to you. <laughs> okay? Right, so you show some respect. Chad Cronister. That's so uh, if, you, if you have any, uh, you know, info uh, as to Don Lewis's disappearance, then... Make sure you call the uh, the sheriff's office. Uh, here's another piece from CNN Entertainment. This is from uh, day of recording. Oh, no, uh, Wednesday, April 1st. Florida sheriff is getting six tips a day in the 1997 Tiger King disappearance. Uh, so apparently, uh, so apparently the, case, the case was never closed. Uh, apparently, it, w- it was always open. And they are starting to get a lot of uh, tips in. Now, six tips a day is what they claim. Chad Cronister God. tells reporters. <laughs> there he is. Chad, Chad reports. Fucking so I guess, Chad, man. I guess, it's not, I guess it's not Officer Cronister. It's Sheriff Cronister. <laughs> Sheriff Cronister. <laughs> there you go. Sheriff Cronister. Uh, and that's it. That's all I have. So we have a... Oh, oh wait. The septic tank. Oh, that's right. So not only... So here's the thing. Not only are they getting, uh, did they kind of reopen the case, which they didn't technically, but you know, it's getting popular again. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, obviously, Joe claimed that the septic tank might have evidence. Uh, yes. of course, this was, was a very long time ago, but, yep. uh, 
hopefully we will uh, be able to look in that septic tank. <laughs> it was we'll very unclear hands. whether he believed, like throughout the whole thing, it was very unclear whether he believed that the the body was beneath the septic tank or within the septic tank. Yeah, he didn't. Mm-hmm. He didn't really. I, I would put it in the septic tank, wouldn't you? Seems like it. That yeah. seems reasonable. But you never know, Carol. You don't know. Yeah, Carol. she's quite might be unreasonable. She I don't know. Very unreasonable indeed. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you just feed him to the tigers? That just makes more sense. Yeah. Put him in sardine oil. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, if I were to do it. Maybe they contacted Mario like to brow. OJ. Maybe they got yeah. Mario to do it. Maybe Mario probably knows how to whip up some lie. Uh. Anyway, that was it. That's all I've got. So, so the show has spurred the case again. So maybe, maybe just maybe we'll be able to 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 finally close the case because the case is open. This is the thing: the case is open. Carol Baskin is still being investigated in a technical sense. She has not mm-hmm. been proven innocent. Of course, of course, you don't have to be proven innocent in this country, but but for Carol, we can make an exception. Uh, mm. <laughs> gentlemen, mm. any final words you have on the Tiger King? Uh, if you were going to perhaps become a exotic animal zoo owner, what animal would be your cash cow? And how many husbands would you have? Uh, car, you first. Oh, what animal would be my cash cow? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I feel like I'm. A, I feel like it'd be like some sort of fish, maybe. <laughs> and, fish. And how many husbands are you going to have with all those all those fish? I don't know. How many do you think a fish uh, breeder <laughs> depends on should how have? Fish depends breeder? on how big yeah. the fish are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe like seven or eight. All right. Is that reasonable? Very good. I don't want to be out on a limb here, guys. Fair enough. Seven husbands and and a school of fish. Yes. Is what you're going to be taking care of. All right. Mm, and, a, uh, yeah, that's big. <laughs> Brian, what about order. you? Uh, exotic animals. What's going to be making you the most money? And of course, uh, how many husbands do you have? So. <laughs> so first to the question about the animal sloths i think a sloth would be that would be pretty cool perfect. the most boring the slowest paced animal there's not one but not one person's arm them. not one arm is getting taken off by a sloth what if it like, did though that'd be insane that would be sick and that'd be even cooler yeah Kelsey, be like, yeah. Be like hey, kelsey's other arm that one guy lost his arm from a sloth from like, a fucking uh, sloth that yeah that thing was the thing was going at it for weeks for weeks <laughs> Really wait for weeks. <laughs> and, uh, and as for husbands, like I don't know, like I don't know, two. Oh, two, good. Yeah, two. Yeah, you can't handle many, seven many earrings. Do like I, I can. I say how many? How many? How many earrings would you have? Like for Joe Exotic earrings? What? Did you oh, see that? <laughs> three. That meme on Facebook. And it's like Joe Exotic gets an earring for every husband he has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I would. Yeah, three, three earrings. You get two in one ear, and then you get the one in the other ear. Right? It'll show. So it'll I'm show going you one eye too. Oh, in the eye? I don't know about Remember that. he had that one that hung on his like eyebrow? Yeah. That's, oh, a, I that's like a sexy that. one. I think I would go for my seven husbands. I would go two in each ear and then one in each <laughs> eyebrow. <laughs> and then I would do the through the septum like bull nose ring thing. <laughs> and what about through the septic? Dude, uh, so yeah, and then one through the septic uh, tank. Well, I'll just make sure. <laughs> All right. Oh, fun fact, by the way, um, there there was a report that came out from Netflix that they might actually have enough um, info going forward that they might want to do a season two of Tiger King. No, so that came out and yeah, so it, they, they're maybe they're gonna take the stuff that we're learning now and make it maybe. another. Part, I was gonna say maybe they can incorporate this show into the yeah. into the t- new Tiger King. It can't maybe be we can about, start making money off this thing. It, it can't be about. Fucking do it, Joe. I feel like Joe is 
his story is roughly thereabouts over. But who knows? Well, he's he, he's petitioning Trump to get him pardoned. This is what hey man, he's he's here in Fort Worth. This is where we merge our show, we Dude. our story with Joe's story. Dude, if Joe Exotic successfully petitioned Donald Trump to release him from prison, that would add. So and I'm much. there outside the prison I'll in a try. late or in a mid '80s Crown Vic. Uh, and a pack of cigarettes, and then we head to Chicago, and we start a blues band. Um, Wait, you and Dan Joe, Ad- or you and your husbands? Yeah, me and Joe. Me and oh, Joe, Andrews. and then... Uh, what are you the playing? And then what we try to get the gang back together, and then sure. there's all sorts of 60s. What kind of gang? What, gen- what, you know, what, what It's just a blues gang, and we wear suits. A gang or a cult? Uh, well, I mean, you know... Yeah. How many husbands... And in this scenario, fish. how many husbands do you have in this scenario? I mean, as many as I need in my band. <laughs> and he's a fish breeder too, so well, you gotta make sure well, his gotta bring the fish. Car, how many fish? Nope. Okay, how about blues? <laughs> Car, how many husbands do you need? Well, I got two drum sets. <laughs> All right. Well, b- b- before we go off on any more tangents, uh, Brian, thank you so much for uh, reviewing the show with us. Uh, it was a spectacular experience to have you on. Um, I, I only hope that for season two, we can live stream it together. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> and it's happier to be on the show, too. I mean, like, so obviously last time I was on the show, it was more of a somber oh, episode. Oh, it's terrible. How are you, by the yeah, way, Duncan in all seriousness? Lund- how are you? Because that was terrible, unfortunately. That, that was, This whole thing is, I mean, it's not over yet. It's still terrible. Oh, but, no, uh, I, was, I was saying, like, even the Duncan Lemon situation, like, Mm. That plus the coronavirus. I mean, yeah, we've been talking about like morose stuff for the past few episodes. So like it was and I think this is just a collective like America, like sigh of relief that there is something that we can unify around. And it is like this stupid show on Netflix about a guy who likes tigers and there's cults and tiger wars. And like this has been one of the most unifying experiences I've ever Witness besides after 9-11 and that is people around this this stupid show on netflix um but it was a blast and i think it it, you know going back to my main point i I made earlier is that i think there is a lot of things that we can take away from the show and learn from and mostly it is to pay attention more to the people who are doing more of the the nitty-gritty and the people who actually care about stuff versus some of the louder voices that are out there in the movements Mm -hmm. um be it libertarian movements or or what have you but i digress but uh no it's it's always great to be back in the show guys and and definitely to actually have a little more fun a little more levity in a situation where we're all in right now where we don't know when it's going to end. If it's going to be, you know, another month, two months, who knows? We'll see. But we're all in this together. Yes, yes, we are. Indeed, we are. Keep your spirits high, uh, uh, Brian. Please give us all your plugs and t- maybe recommend your favorite uh, brand of, of uh, I don't know, hand soap or hand sanitizer. What have you been using to keep clean? Uh, so definitely a big old Purell fan, of but course. you know, I will say I was a big fan of Germex back in the day. Oh, um, dad used to buy those big like liter um, containers of Germex. So like I, we used that, that for a while. Get it at Sam's Club. Um, but as for me, where you can find me, um, you, you guys are smart. You can search online pretty much Brian Nichols. Um, it's B Nichols Liberty on, on Twitter and Facebook. And for the Brian Nichols show, it's honestly wherever you guys get podcasts. Um, but as you guys do look for podcasts out there, um, if you do go to the Brian Nichols show, I would appreciate you guys to subscribe. Um, and if you could head over to iTunes, uh, you know, a five-star rating and review, that's always how we reach more people. And Hey, the We Are Libertarians Network, we were actually honored to be uh, number four in the news and commentary section on, um, iTunes. Oh, so shit, that's amazing. That's, that was legit. And like that's all because people go out of their way to uh, to rate the show, and that's how people uh, you know get the show into their algorithms and stuff. So you know that plus all, everybody sharing the show, and you know you know, being on your show and stuff is always a great opportunity too, to meet a different audience, and you know hopefully uh, 
they enjoy what they hear over the Brian Eagles show. And it's always a blast having you guys on. You were my last episode last week. I did a re-air of uh, the Duncan Lepp episode when I was on your show. Um, so, you know, again, trying to raise more awareness to a very uh, tragic story. But uh, but guys, with that being said, it was an absolute blast having uh, having me on the show to join you guys. And, and thank you so much for having me on. It was a blast. Dude, yeah. It's always great having you on, man. It's, it's just always a lot of fun. Always a lot of fun. Bird, what do we what do we what do we got here? I wish I could I wish I could tell you, Car Campit. Um everybody needs to make sure that they're following Childerberg at Childerberg. Everybody needs to sign up for the Childerberg newsletter because as you know, the situation being as it is, we are not sure what the uh, 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 what the results of our second Childerberg experience are gonna be. Um, hopefully things will uh, stay where they are because right now any reasonable prediction of when we're getting out of the situation comes before Childerberg actually kicks off. And airline prices are hopefully going to be pretty cheap for a little while, coming back into That'd it. We nice. should be hopefully right around the time that we are ready to do Childerberg on the uh, 23rd of May. Uh, so just everybody follow Childerberg, get your newsletter. Jacob will be keeping everybody informed as to what the situation is there. But hopefully, clap your hands together. Everything should... Uh, Come together just fine. Um, oh, oh no. I do have an announcement, by the way. I have yes. um, a special airing for my presidential interview series. So um, tomorrow, uh, April 3rd, so we're recording here in the second, I'm going to be airing my interview with uh, Lincoln Chafee, um, oh, governor and senator from Rhode Island. So uh. be sure. I know see, there's a lot of people who really um, have strong opinions on mm -hmm. Governor Chafee, and I think it's important to give him a fair shake. Mm -hmm. um, you know, definitely get to learn a little bit more about kind of why – he believes what he believes in the way he looks at government. So, um, yeah, be sure to tune into uh, the show. They'll be airing on uh, April 3rd here in the Brian Nichols show with uh, Governor Chafee. I will Very definitely cool. be doing that because Chafee rubs, Chafee shapes me the wrong way, let's just say. So it'll be, <laughs> it'll be good to get to hear his perspective on a few things. Um, so yeah, with that, uh, uh, how many sanitized hands are on the wheel car? Two clean hands on the wheel, Birdo. Whoa!